0: Are you expecting to be rejected today, or are you expecting to be accepted? Are you looking for signs that someone doesn't like you or want to be with you, or are you focused on making others feel accepted and received by you through God's grace? Good morning and welcome to your morning Bible meditation session. We're talking about rejection. It is a very deep, deep subject that we need to continue to explore and to allow the Word of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, to cleanse our souls, our minds, our emotions through the power of our born-again spirit so that we are seeing our lives in the mercy and the grace that Jesus paid for us to have. Jesus went through rejection, all the pain and suffering of rejection, for us so that we could live and be loved by Almighty God, so that we could live our lives expecting God's goodness. So today, I want to talk to you about some very important factors that need to be dealt with and recognized in our lives. You know, when rejection is present in our lives, a lot of times we don't even recognize it. The door was open for rejection through different experiences in our lives. A lot of times we forget about the experience without really dealing with it, without taking the time to allow the Word of God and the Holy Spirit to eradicate that sensitivity, that reproach, that feeling unaccepted from us and we end up trying to go forward with the underlying currents working in our mind, will, and emotions. We try to rise above it and sometimes we may in certain areas, but in other areas we fail. In the social levels we fail. We find ourselves overreacting and being rejection sensitive, and we find ourselves doing that, not even recognizing that we are doing that. You see, this is so crucial because everything that Jesus did for us paid for us to live the life of acceptance and love and grace, unmerited favor, that God's covenant is a covenant of mercy, of us receiving the goodness that we could not even qualify for if we tried. That's the reason why Jesus came to this earth and walked the earth as a man to pave the way for us to live our lives in the mercy and the favor and the grace of Almighty God. So it's important for us to take a look at this and get this straight in our lives and change our focus because there's so much God wants to give you. There's so much God wants to do for you god has pulled you high high with him in every arena of your life but it's a matter of you being able to receive it by faith so let's just talk about being rejection sensitive there are times when people are so sensitive to rejection that they're looking to be rejected they're expecting to be rejected and they're reading rejection through people's facial expressions, people's responses. They're allowing themselves to be emotionally upset and feel despondent because of what appears to be acts of rejection. When really, it may not even be that. Many times people have different situations on their minds, and maybe they may look at you and and be dealing with, you know, a thought from something that happened or a disappointment or an issue or problem. But if we are focused on looking for rejection and trying to judge whether they like us or not based upon their expressions, we are opening ourselves up to great bondage, that state that our enemy can use to steal our inheritance, to rob us of our faith, to hinder the grace and the unmerited favor that God has assigned to bring us our greatest breakthrough, our greatest favor, our greatest miracle. People that are rejection sensitive misinterpret and overact facial expressions. Think about that. That is really bondage where you're judging how someone feels about you by their facial expressions. When we are looking for rejection, when we are looking for someone to dislike us, it's amazing how the enemy will make sure and accommodate that. You see, faith draws God's power, just like fear draws Satan's power, and he is the author of fear. He is the author of rejection. He is the one who wants us to feel rejected, because if we feel and we think that we're rejected, then our faith can't work the way that God has assigned it to This is what rejection will do. It is secluding. It is lying. It is divisive. It is minimizing, segregating, thought-finding, oppressive, failure-focused, tormenting, grace-robbing, covenant of mercy deactivating, stealing, faith-perverting. It is a spirit of darkness that we have been delivered from. We have been taken out of this bondage of rejection and we have been placed into the kingdom of God's love. The kingdom of the son of his love is where our lives have been planted and rooted in. Rejection has nothing to do with us. You know, I'm reminded of a time in my life where I was exposed to rejection and I ended up doing what I'm talking about right now. I remember it was through a a friend and and at that time a friend and also um, a a minister who I know that he was also under the power of rejection dealing with that and you see because people who are rejected reject other people. So What happened was that under that association, under that guidance, under that influence, I began to separate myself from other people. I began to look for the faults of others. I began to look for rejection from others and to reject others. I remember, you know, going to different church services because even though I was a Christian, learning the word, but still that power of rejection had place in my life. So I remember going to services and just sitting apart from people, you know, being standoffish, um, looking for signs that they were rejecting me. And with those signs of them rejecting me, I rejected them. And I remember one of my uh, friends at one meeting, she says, well, go ahead and sit all by yourself, then." I was thinking to myself now, as I look back, how silly that was. You know, we are members in the body of Christ and we are full of God's love. The Bible says in Romans 5, 5, that that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And here I was restraining the love, restraining that flow of unity that was on the inside of my born-again spirit. And here I'm sitting by myself... Thinking the thoughts of rejection and rejecting others. And thank God for being delivered. I when that relationship was cut off, praise God I got connected with the ministry, praise God with a leader whose focus is on love, whose focus is on acceptance. No rejection, and praise God that I was pulled out from that darkness, from that. Bondage and placed into the place where I'm able to flow and to build my faith, build my love, and release my love. But you know, even to this day, I still am watchful over signs of rejection because there's something about rejection, it is so present here, it is a dominating spirit and force in this earth, and so. We have to be aware of when it's trying to get place in our lives, when it's trying to seduce us into listening to its oppression. Again, let me just say this again, that the spirit of rejection, it is secluding, it is lying, it is divisive, it is minimizing, it is segregating, it is fault-finding, it is oppressive, it is failure-focused, tormenting, grace Robbing, when those thoughts come to your mind, it is the spirit of rejection trying to pull you into its old and control your responses, control your destiny. And I want to encourage you not to at all give it place. Resist it. The Bible says that when the enemy um, arises, we need to resist. The spirit of fear because rejection is rooted deep in the spirit of fear. Um, so we need to resist it, submit to God, and command it to flee with our words. So again, we do not want to live our lives in rejection sensitivity, looking for people to reject us. You know, the sad thing about rejection also is that many times people will want friends, they'll say, Oh, I'm so lonely. You know, I want to. I want to have a friend. I want someone to hang out with. But yet, even when, with that longing to be have a friend, when rejection is is present, they're still really afraid to really give in to a real friendship, to really um, surrender to being a true friend. Because of that fear, they're going to reject me. They're going to stop liking me. And misreading the signs and responses of people will be the the result of focusing in on that rejection. People that are rejection sensitive are constantly observing and monitoring people's moods and behaviors. Why? Because they're expecting them to dislike them. They're expecting them to reject me. They're expecting them to not want want to have anything to do with them. You know, I I know in some groups, some people, they'll be a part of a group. And then if if they are not one of the first ones to be invited, then they'll say, oh, they don't want me to go. They're not going to invite me. They don't really like me. You know, they're probably talking about me anyway. Again, those thoughts plaguing your mind. This is such bondage. But I want your eyes to be open today. That it is lies. It is divisive. It is a, the spirit of darkness trying to crush your life and hold you in captivity and out of the blessing of God. So it's important. That we need to not only forget about rejection, but we need to go after it with the Word of God. We need to cut the head of it off with the Word of God. Use the sword of the Spirit and cut off that power, those cords of rejection. And we need to be vigilant about doing it. Because if we don't, it will pop up. It will try to resurrect. It will try to have place. It will try to seduce us. And bring us into into bondage. We need to key in on the fact that we are accepted. This is what Ephesians 1 6 says in the King James Bible. It says, To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. We are accepted in the love of God, in the mercy of God, in the grace of God. The whole covenant is based upon promises and power, the power of God to give us what we do not deserve, to give us acceptance with God, to cause the love of God to show up in our lives, giving us all of His goodness, all of His mercy, all of His grace. In the Amplified Classic Edition, it says, so that we might be to the praise and the commendation of His glorious grace, favor and mercy. which." He so freely bestowed on us in the beloved. Now, let me read this to you in the message, because it's just awesome. Ephesians 1, 6. um, This is actually through um, verses 3 through 6. How blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love. Think about that. God's focus on you is love. To be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. Oh, praise God. Now we are talking about the creator of heaven and earth. When he thinks about you, he thinks through The power of love. It's love looking at you. It's love accepting you. It's love ministering grace to you. The plan of God leading you in His love and by His love. There's nothing like it. Praise God. And we need to put this promise in our mouth. The Word of God in our mouth is like a two-edged sword, sharper than any double-edged sword cutting off the lies of the enemy. And we need to use it on the spirit of rejection when it tries to rise up. As soon as you find yourself thinking that someone doesn't like you because they looked at you or looked away, you need to say, in the name of Jesus, you spirit of rejection. I am accepted in the Beloved. I have the love of God working for me right now. I am loved, accepted. And the power of mercy is flowing in my behalf right now. You spirit of rejection, you bow your knee, get away from me in the name of Jesus. And we need to say it every time rejection shows up. Every time we're caught up thinking, well, maybe hmm, he looked away from me. He must not like me or, or she frowned at me. She may have just had a gasp pocket or something, (laughs) you know, but again, it's rejection trying to work on our natural mind. God says, we are in the beloved. Think about that. What can you expect today? Your life is in the love of God. The love of God is all around you. The mercy of God is all around you. The goodness of God is all around you. We need to focus on that. We need to say that. We need to believe, God, that exceptions of love are working for us. Grace is working behind the scenes for us in the name of Jesus. In Proverbs 3, 3 through 6, in the King James, it says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them on the table of thine heart, so shall you find favor and a good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord." with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. Lean not to what it looks like in the natural. Lean on the Word of God. It says, In all of your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. He'll show you where the grace is. Look for the grace. But if we're looking for the grace, guess what? We're going to be releasing the grace. That's why He said, Let not mercy and truth, let not grace and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck and write them on the table of your heart. That means that you are giving grace, that you are giving mercy, that you are giving love. And the Bible says that you will find favor and a good understanding in the sight of God. And because you have it with God, you have it with man. God is in control of your life through your faith. God is in control of your relationships through your faith. And anyone who rejects you, they were not meant to be a part of your life. I want to say that again. If anyone rejects you, they were not meant to be a part of your life. Because where the plan of God is, the grace is going to be there as well. Look for the grace. Don't judge by someone's responses to you. Whether or not they like you or not, don't worry about that. Just you walk in the grace, you give the love, and you allow God to bring the people into your life that are going to release the love to you. So in other words, we can say that when we're free from rejection, we are constantly sowing grace and mercy and love, and we are reaping grace and mercy and love. We're sowing it and we're reaping it. Because we're not going to judge. Again, if we are looking for people's responses, the natural mind, the person under the control of rejection, will reject that person. You'll not give the love. Just like I told you before with me. Here I'm sitting by myself, finding fault with people, judging people, trying to judge whether or not they acted like they like me or not, saying negative things about people, negative expectations. This is all part of... The power of rejection working to steal from us, to hinder us, and to keep God's harvest of grace and mercy, the covenant, out of our lives. In closing, let's just take a few moments here and just close our eyes and let's put this on. Let's put on this grace right now. And would you please repeat this after me? Father, in the name of Jesus please forgive me for every action and response wrong motives that I have done in my life because of the fear of rejection being sensitive to rejection and rejecting others Father I repent and I receive your love I receive your mercy. I receive the blood of Jesus, cleansing my soul, cleansing my flesh, cleansing my life. Father, I curse the spirit of rejection. I curse every seed of rejection that I've sown in my life. And I command the harvest of rejection to die in the name of Jesus. You will not hinder my life. You will not bear fruit in my life any longer. I am in the Beloved of Almighty God. I'm not letting mercy or truth forsake me. Mercy and truth is bound about my neck and written on the table of my heart. Everywhere I go, I'm giving mercy and truth. Mercy and love. Grace is flowing through me. I'm sowing grace. I am grace-minded. I am mercy-minded. I am love-minded. I'm making other people's day by releasing grace, mercy, and love. In the name of Jesus, in the foundation of truth, Grace, mercy, and love are flowing through me. I'm planted everywhere I go, in every appointment, in all of my meetings today, in all of my responsibilities, in all of my interactions. Grace, mercy, and truth and love are flowing and being planted all day long. My focus is on grace, mercy, love, and truth. I'm looking for it. I'm expecting it. And because I'm expecting it, I'm giving it. In the name of Jesus. Well, have a wonderful and prosperous and graceful day. And I pray that every time, rejection tries to show up you use the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and cut its head off in the name of jesus god bless you